Welcome to the podcast as we bring you another episode from the New Testament. Today's scripture is from the book of 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 10 which says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. There are a number of scriptures that talk about spiritual gifts and we will examine some of them during the course of time. Namely, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 13 and 14, Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 4, Acts chapter 2, 2 Timothy chapter 1, just to name a few. But before we get into these spiritual gifts, I want to remind you of the one and most important gift that we have received when we accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Without this gift, we will not be able to receive any of the other gifts that God has to offer. There are spiritual gifts and there are talents. Spiritual gifts are for the building up of the body of Christ. Ephesians 4, 11 and 12 says, and he himself, talking about Jesus, when he ascended on high, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Now, a talent is also a gift, but it's not for the edification of the body of Christ. However, God can use that talent in some form or another within the body. For example, as musicians, as skilled workers, etc. Some people might be of the opinion that they have acquired a talent from their own ability. Well, I'm here today to let you know what the Bible says. And maybe you want to take note of that. James 1.17 says, Every good thing that is given and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of lights, that is the creator and the sustainer of the heavens, in whom there is no variation, no rising or setting or shadow cast by his turning. For he is perfect and never changes. I also want to let you know, perhaps you have already discovered this, that grace is also a gift from God. And we can go further to say that the blood of Jesus is also a gift from God. Let me unpack that statement for you, using scripture as a tool. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Again, John 1.17 says, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Grace is a gift, and, and it, comes, uh, it comes from Jesus Christ, and it saves us from the wrath of God. As for the blood, we are saved by that too. They all come from the same source that is Jesus Christ. You cannot earn it. You can only receive it. And so it is a gift. 
Ephesians 1 6-7 says, To the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He had made us accepted in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through His blood, for forgiveness of sin according to the riches of His grace. Again we see uh, in 1 Peter 1 and 19 and it says, For as much as ye know that ye will not redeem with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by traditions from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. I've got one here from Revelation 1.5 which says, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. The blood of Jesus is a gift from God for our salvation. Hebrews 9.22 clearly says that, in fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with blood and without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness. My friend, Jesus Christ is a gift from God. You, you have to accept that. You have to believe it. The Bible says so. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. A gift is something that you give. And the Bible clearly says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. This is just the starting point. This is the foundation upon which all the other gifts will stand. Now because you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your first gift is the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you knew that or not. You just took it for granted. You just ran right over it. But the Holy Spirit is a gift. And I'll prove it to you today. Listen to what Peter said to the multitudes on the day of Pentecost. If you go to Acts chapter 2 verses 38 and 39, this is what it says. Then Peter said to them, that's the multitudes, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Did you hear what? They will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promises to you and to your children and to all who are far off, as many as the Lord God will call. This is a gift. When you accept Jesus Christ, the first gift that you get is the Holy Spirit. And He will bear witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. And then this way, you know, you can get all the other gifts. And not only that, you get fruits too. If you go to Galatians chapter 5. See, I believe that I have made my case concerning Jesus Christ, concerning His grace, His blood, the Holy Spirit. They are all a gift from God. Now, let's get into the other gifts. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 lists a number of spiritual gifts. Now, the Bible says, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, he's talking to the brethren at the church of Corinth. He says, 
I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away uh, to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And then he would go on to talk about these gifts, how they are, different types of gifts. He says that there are, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And then he says there are diversities of activities, but it's, it's the same God who works all in all. But the, manifest, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Now this is not given for one particular person to rise up and figure he's better than the other. Even though there's been a little problem in the church and the Apostle Paul had to address that as well. It is given so that the whole body can be lifted up and be strong. It says, to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. So one person can have the wisdom to understand how to do something. See, another one can have uh, a knowledge. We see in James, in the first chapter of James, James, uh, James says that, that if you lack wisdom you should ask God. And he gives it liberally to all men. But, but when you ask, you must ask in faith. Nothing wavering. Because any time you begin to waver, you, you become double-minded. And don't expect to receive anything from the Lord if you are a double-minded person. Yes, I want it. Yes, I think I will get it. Oh, I, I'm not sure. That's not going to work for God. You cannot waver when you come to God and ask for something. You must believe and you will receive doubt and you will stay without. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healing by the same Spirit. If you notice, it's the same Spirit that's operating here. It's not a different Spirit. The same Spirit. Some people just like to have the gift of healing. But I'll tell you, faith is great. If you got faith, you'll get that. To another, the working of miracles. Jesus operated in all of these gifts. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. The Bible talks about it. When we get to chapter 14, we'll see where you know you can speak in tongues. You can pray in tongues. You can speak to the church. In tongues and there's interpretation you see to another interpretation of tongues but one and the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he wills you see what happens here is that the spirit is going to do this and he knows he knows who needs this particular gift and and, and the other person needs a particular gift. He knows who needs certain gifts and he knows how to do it, how to distribute to every person. The moment you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit, first gift comes in, dwells with you, bears witness with your spirit that you are a child of God, 
No, you can come to the throne of grace, seek mercy, to help in time of need. There's all these wonderful things. You can address God as Father when you have the Holy Spirit. You see, if you having problems with things, He can help you. He will guide you into all truth. He will show you things to come. All of these things, all of these benefits that you have when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And the Holy Spirit comes to dwell within you. He's your advocate, he's your standby, he's your help. He's always there, he is within you. And he'll never leave you. Jesus said, you know, if, if you keep my commandments, I pray the Father that he'll send you another comforter, the Holy Spirit, who will be with you and in you forever, forever. And this is the wonderful thing about it. So now that we have that established, there are more things that we have to talk about. But, you know, I hate to say this. I'm out of time. And this, this is such an exciting topic, topic that, I, you know, I'm going to pick it up again. I'm going to pick it up again. We've got to get into the other scriptures. Okay? So, till the next time, this is Anthony and Cindy saying, Be confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen? See you next time.